Hey, Michael. What? So I don't know. I mean, I definitely told you this because we, A, we chatted before the pod. And also I, I've been hype about this all week. Why is my, why is my audio so quiet? Well, I'm going to boost my microphone gain a little bit and the thingy. Hello. 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 Okay. Hello. 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 And I don't want to make it that loud. That's too late. We've committed. Spencer's live adjusting on pod. That's the way to start this episode. <laughs> Spencer thought, you know what I love about this podcast? The fact that I we're constantly fighting audio issues. Yeah. <laughs> and that it's always made part of the pod. And Spencer will say, I'll cut that part out. And he uh, won't. Don't worry. I'll cut all this out. <laughs> yes. That's lie to me. Yes, that's the joke. Anyway, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. The 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 podcast with the best fans on the internet. 100%. Yeah. It's verified now. Yeah. We we got So, we were on Twitter. I was on Twitter cuz I'm the one who runs the Twitter like 3-4 days ago and this guy named Sandy uh added me and sent me this fucking incredible mashup, which I've been meaning to listen to. You can tell I'm a really fucking good person here. Um, wow. Well, no, I want to listen. I want to live react it on the pod, you know? Oh, okay. That's for the better. record, for the record, it's going to be uh, no matter, no matter how it is, it's fucking awesome. So don't even at me about this. But yeah. let me let me go find my tweets and replies here because I gotta I gotta find the thing. I you uh, know yes. you know a professional would have this shit ready, but you know I'm me. I've seen your room. Anyway, so Sandy Nimmo <laughs> uh, at unidentifiable without an e on Twitter on April first made a mashup of imploding the mirage and all the small things. And, and so I'm going to link you the tweet and we're just going to sync click play. If that's okay with you. Okay. It's a watch together. Uh, no, we can't, we can't do the watch together. I'm just going to send you the tweet. So we're just both going to hit play at the same time. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. All right. Let's see if it loads. Oh, hold on it. There it goes. Okay. We got it. We got it. Okay, here we go. We're not going to listen to the whole thing. All the small mirage. Dana. (laughs) Wow. That's fucking awesome. Apparently, the post-course keyboard thing in ITM reminded him of the Nananas. I want to get to the na-na-na's. I want to hear what this is. Wow. Okay, that's fucking great. I like that a lot. Incredible. Incredible. 
okay, so so that's the first thing that happened. And then a couple like the next day, Sandy uh, added us again. I was like, hey, what's y'all's email? And it turns out he'd emailed us like a week ago. And I thought I had my push notifications on for the email account. Spoiler alert. You didn't. I super fucking didn't. And he sent us this incredible, like, like pages long explanation of, uh, I, what, what you didn't finish. Sorry. (laughs) No, I, I got sent like this lengthy explanation of, of their interpretation of the song human. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I do want to read like the first paragraph because it's super sweet. Okay. And uh, I've sent, I forwarded you this email and then we're going to play one more thing. Um, and then we're going to, I don't know, do talk about other things, but like, this is like first priority shout out to the fans. Cause it's so fucking cool. Uh, so, so Sandy says, Dear Spencer and Michael, first off, I want to say how much I enjoy the Soul of a Truck podcast. Sick. Congratulations on hitting your one year anniversary and keep up the awesome work. I've attached a quick overlay of my God with Kesha's TikTok, seeing as you asked if someone (laughs) could do it. Don't think there's much similarity. No one fucking does. Don't worry. No. (laughs) Thank you. Except the cadence of the chorus at the start. But maybe that's enough to satisfy you. In that way, Move Away has always reminded me of a little of Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. We'll have to get to that eventually. And then there is uh, a lengthy explanation and interpretation of the song Human, which uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask if I can share this somewhere, like put it on the Patreon or something, because I want this. I want people to read this, but I also don't want to read all of this on the pod. Cause it's, it's, I I've read through this and it's actually really good content. Uh, so I don't know. We'll figure something out. I'll make, I'll make this shareable with permission. If we can get permission, uh, Sandy, if you're listening to this, uh, let me know, message me on Twitter or something. Uh, and so, yeah, we have, so there's the mashup of, uh, TikTok and my God on here, which we're going to listen to. There's also another mashup, which Sandy knows what it is, but I'm not going to play it until we get to the episode because I I've, I've listened to it and it's a fucking bop, but I want to let this, like, I'm going to let this one sit. All right. Until we do cause, that cause, certain song. Cause quite frankly, I think it is the finest work of of a lot of covers we've heard it's really good that's going in spencer's special sellers it's going in the spank bank for sure (laughs) but we should hear the my talk um i appreciate you doing this so much even though you and michael and no one else has any faith in the quality of this i'm just gonna open this up in my drive (laughs) and just play it okay yeah and uh so you won't hear this either so it's playing right now Okay. Wow. I love it. Yeah, just pretend like you're hearing it. Oh, God. It, it, just, it just sounds like TikTok right now. This is 
Wait. I, I mean, to be honest, it just sounds like TikTok. Okay, fine. Everyone's right. TikTok, I'm wrong. Yes. Shut up, everybody. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. Everyone won Spencer Zero. <sighs> Whatever. Sandy, thank you so much. You, People with ears. You can be one. You you can be the unofficial, semi sometimes official. Quietly whispers the word official hype man of the pod. You claimed it. So, if you, you know, and also we should try to get this person on the pod just because I want to uh, kiss as much ass as possible to the first person who sent us content. Like, for real, more people send us content. It's awesome. I love this. This makes me incredibly happy. I've been this happy. This is what we're talking about. Oh, well, see, you made Spencer's day. That's worth it. Uh, yeah. I don't, does, does much else make your day in this way, Spencer? I'm very lonely and I have severe depression, so probably not. Oh, that's where we need the soundboard to make that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's so stupid. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me crack a bevy. And then, uh, Michael, do you have a pun this week? Um, I don't know. It would be, it would be rough if I did have one. Yeah. Same. I agree with you. Uh, I, the only, so no, I can't do it. It's too painful and you can see it coming from a mile away. I was going to reference Ensign Row from Star Trek, the next generation, but it's, it's too tough to do. That's because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna know Ensign Row's first name if they do know Ensign Row at all. Hold so. on, cracking a bevy. There we go. You gotta you gotta make the bevy noise right into the microphone, or you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and burp and fart right into the microphone. Exactly. Like that's like <laughs> that's classic spin stuff. That's like just podcast tradition. Okay. I feel I feel like for this genre of pod. It should be considered podcast tradition. I'm going to do one more adjustment of my microphone. I'm just going to move it okay. really close to my mouth because my my waveform is really quiet today. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so with all of that in mind. What's uh, the song this week? Uh, uh, somebody told me. April Fools. What? April Fools? Yes. Yeah, this is her first this is her first episode in April except for the one that came out on Monday. <laughs> April 7th for recording the April Fools episode. Yeah, I mean, considering, you know, we've already had one episode in April and we didn't April Fools in that one. We we April have April Fools is so weird. Was were there any it, was was there even an April Fools thing this year? I don't think anything happened. Uh, do they do big April Fools things? It's usually just like in whatever social circles or like online 
circles you hang out with and there's just random goofy bullshit that happens that day you know like in overwatch they put googly eyes on all the characters which yeah. is actually really funny they uh was that when they they released the meet the pyro for team fortress 2 or whatever uh that would be perfect for the way that video is yeah. so for the record no, yeah. What would be the perfect killers song to put to meet the pyro? This is one of the most niche things that's occurred on this podcast yet. What a dumb fucking question. Um, <laughs> imploding the mirage. No shit. Like, oh, that would be pretty good. Like, honestly. like when the chorus starts up and then it cuts to the pyro's perspective. You know, when you were up there, you cannot solve the probable cause. How did I go? Well, you were up there. I mean, the content of the song is not really that good, but like <laughs> musically, like it vibes. I got to check that out. I'll do that on my own. I'll yeah. do my own research. Yeah. Uh, expect a Twitter link without any context with a YouTube doubler on, on uh, the Twitter at some point in the near future. Or Team Fortress 2, look it up. That's the that's the only way you're going to understand this joke. Or within the context of this episode in the past, I probably already posted it. Don't kid yourself. Anyway, so the song Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits covered by the band The Killers. We're doing a cover episode yes. this week. Cover app. What you going to do? When they come for you? That's right. It's been a while. I don't remember the last cover app we did but we you like too we did you too at one point yeah hold on i'm pulling up anchor to see when the last time we did a cover was uh we did four wins like six mm. episodes ago that was pretty good that's a good song let's let's just sit back and admit that the killers are pretty good at covering songs that's true they're not they're not they don't reinvent songs typically Sometimes, like with Four Winds, the vibe is a little bit different because of like the instrumentation they choose. Yeah, like they but they don't like radically break the song, like you know that Mad World cover by the guy that's sad that was in the Gears of War commercial versus the real Mad World, which sounds kind of zany and goofy. So very different. I mean, it's basically the same song. The Killers don't do that with songs; they don't really reinvent them, but. That, that actually is perfect for this song. I'm glad they don't because it's great. So, okay. This is me admitting my ignorance today because we're always honest on this pod. I think I've heard the Dire Straits version like once, maybe. It's a good song. I'm going to put it up in the watch together. I want to I see what the dealio it's, is. It's the second best Dire Straits song to me. What's the best one? Oh, Money for Nothing. It's... Just a great. No, no, I'm so sorry. Money for Nothing is third, probably. Wow. Sultans of Swing is number one. Sultans of Swing is a great song. I want Brandon. No, I, just Ronnie solo act to do Sultans of Swing. I want to recreate this music video. This is deep. I love it. Those are some tight fucking pants, though, man. Well, yeah, that's why he's walking with uh, some stiff, some stiffness. You know what else is stiff? Uh, no. Uncooked spaghetti? <laughs> yes. 
Uncooked spaghetti is what I was talking about. Man, music videos in the 80s are a trip. Fucking rule. Yeah, yeah they do. I agree with you. That's um, true. So something that I, I hear is the guitar in this. And God, that was really quiet. I, I hope that even came up. Uh, I came. So. Oh. Run away. So the audio or. The thing that I heard was that the guitar was really like more jangly. Yeah. Like certainly in the dire straits version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the killer's version is tighter. Yeah. But the killers are just a tight band. They can't help it. I mean, just last week we saw Brandon glare at Dave <laughs> during, uh, <laughs> during space man, space man, even and, though that was uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> To dude, I can't keep track of shit. Yeah, it's for just, real. It, it's, just, it's all just it's one all running together. reality for me. Yeah, I just live in this new killer's fantasy reality. I mean, you where, were you were texting me the other day, and you're like, I cannot believe we have done more than fifty episodes of this shit. It's fucking crazy. If you had told me when I was like fourteen that I was gonna do a podcast about the killers and like actually do all their songs, I'd be like, what's a podcast? But. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, but truthfully, this is a the the boys just keep it tight. And yeah, that's one thing you can always say about the the live performances we see is that they're not like there's not very. I can't even think of a single live performance we've watched from all the episodes we've covered where I'm like, wow, that doesn't sound good, or it sounds like they're like off tempo or something. You know? Yeah, no, you don't get like who have you? Okay, have you ever seen a a, a live band that was just straight bad? Um. Uh, ACL probably because of sound issues. Okay. That has happened where I've been like really unimpressed with a band. Um, I saw MIA at ACL and that was, it, that was like the bass was turned up so loud on all the speakers that it just like I was not even that close to the stage and it just sounded like one wall of bass. And I was like, I don't even know what any like every song sounds the same because it's just this wall of bass. So I was like, I'm I feel like dancing, but I don't feel any more connected or familiar with MIA's music. So so like so Paper Planes comes on and you're just like instead of it sounding you know, like I find like that was the only I song like I could distinguish because everybody knew that song. And, and so then, everybody and, in the crowd was singing. Yeah, but like instead of it sounding like that, it sounded like. It sounds like the videos you constantly subject Brittany and I to. Oh, you mean like, uh, did I play that on the pod or did I only play that for you? I can't remember anymore. You didn't name a video, so I cannot confirm or deny what you're talking about. The uh, bass boosted version of Holland 1945 by uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah, you just played that for me privately, and it's awful. Uh, we should play it on the pod. No, not we can't do that to our viewers, <sighs> listeners. Okay, friends, friends, friends is the is the problem. Okay, well, if you if you ever want to like scream with laughter, uh, the absolute best version of a Neutral Milk Hotel song is a bass boosted version of the neutral milk hotel and Frank song, which is called Holland 1945 or whatever. 
and it's like the first time I heard that song, I was like, please God, let there be a bass boosted version of this because it just screamed out for one and someone had made it and it's perfect. It's my, it's my wholehearted recommendation for the day. So, so anyway, so do you like this song or not? I like this song. It's, it's I like a, it a lot. I like the Dire Straits version and I like the Killers version. I the 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 best thing about this cover in particular to me is how perfect it is for Brandon's voice. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Especially if you like the Dire Straits version because if you're, you know, a fan of I don't know who the lead singer in Dire Straits is. Uh, Johnny Johnny Straits. I think his name is Mark something. Mark John Knopfler. I was Steve right. Steve Dyer. Knopfler. I gave you the correct answer, Spencer. Steve Dyer. It's a uh, uh, Dire Straits. There's a Dire Straits spoof character from JoJo, the anime. Okay, go on. And uh, what's, we're going to get him on name? the pod. I think it's Straitso. I don't know. That show is a fucking fever dream, dude. I've never watched it. I don't watch anime. I don't really Spencer. watch or participate in anything. I, I, <laughs> it's true. You were so into Marble League when it first came out, and then now you don't even. Are you do you even watch Marble League anymore? Hell yeah, I watch fucking Marble League. He's lying. It's just, it's just my team is like in last place. I don't fucking care about them right now. Oh, uh, I know that feeling. I watch a lot of sports, and it does suck when your team sucks. It's like, what's the point of watching the O Rangers if they're just gonna fucking lose? It honestly feels like depression, like, but you're watching it happen live. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just like, like when your team is really bad and this is for any sports fan out there, you know, when your team is just dog shit that season and you're just like, I can't even bear to watch the games because it just makes me feel worse. Yeah. No, uh, the thesaurus dinosaurus has been releasing videos about it and it's oh. been, yeah, check that YouTube channel out. They're awesome. Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about marble racing. <laughs> and just Spencer's lack of hobbies. For real. In <laughs> what have we even gotten to the Reddit yet? We haven't done shit, dude. We're yeah, we're, we're 30 we're, minutes in or something. Like fuck. Okay, get me minutes. to the Reddit. What do, let's okay. do this Reddit biz. Okay, okay, okay. So Reddit.com. Uh first thread's just called Romeo and Juliet. This is from four months ago. It's by user the diabetic tree lives and the thread is tagged opinion quote, show me some love for this underrated song. I think it's so good. I know it's a cover, but wow, they introduced me to dire straits. Not that I will listen to them from now on, but cool. What? <laughs> and in an unrelated note, Africa by Toto covered by Weezer. Cool. I got to dig into Toto. I was blown away by Africa when I first heard it. Thought it was their song. <laughs> this is a wild ride of a post. It's For, all over the place. I love it. Oh, shit. I, I, I really like. Uh, I really like that. It's like. This this song introduced me to Dire Straits. They fucking suck, but you know I didn't know about them before. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Upvote. <laughs> also, why is Weezer the Weezer part is just totally unnecessary? It's, it's like, like it's it's very it's very like squirrel, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Woo! The energy is great for this post, though. Uh, what's the best? The best comment is from Abiori underscore M. Abiori. says, maybe. We'll have to see. They'll have to message us. No, it's the Killers' Romeo and Juliet cover was one of those songs that introduced me to the Killers and got me interested in their music. I admittedly hadn't heard of Dire Straits before, though I knew Mark Knopfler from the Princess Bride soundtrack. Mark Knopfler's first, the, the guy? Yeah, I've already forgotten. Singer of Dire okay. Straits. It's not John Dyer or whatever I said? No, it's uh, not uh, Peter Straits. Uh, and at first, I didn't realize Romeo and Juliet was a cover. <laughs> I like the original as well. But to be honest, I have to give the edge to the killer's version. I mean, I can I can dig it. It's the killers do do a good version of this song. Uh, All right, let's sort by controversial. And then I do want to get into something that I totally forgot about. There's nothing controversial. There's only four comments. Yeah, the brunette brunette girl 10 says, I love this song for sure. And for some reason, that is controversial. (laughs) It just has it's probably had the most activity since. This was posted, that's all. It, okay. It was a late post and it got the most upvotes recently. Okay, well. I'm I need to make one more note here. Uh mm. so Snackafark of Emar uh says you should listen to more dire straits. Mark Knopfler is truly an excellent songwriter and guitarist. But I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Snackafark of Emar, the name, is a whose line is it anyway reference to the Bernoose sketch from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, if you get the chance, go to YouTube and search either, I think, oh God, what was the game? Improbable Mission or Impossible Mission, whatever. It's a it's an episode of Whose Line where they got it, where Ryan and Colin got to do laundry and Colin just kills Ryan. It's one of the funniest fucking sketches they've ever done in the show. And I, I'm, I- just just believe and fucking watch it, everyone okay. who's listening. That's really all I can do. Okay, so before we go to the next uh, Reddit thread, I did have something I wanted to talk about. The fucking okay, so the fucking so <laughs> there's not really a video for this song, but there's a video of them performing the song at Abbey Road, which is what we watched to like prep for the pod, right? And I'm pretty sure that that video of that performance is the first really good example of my name is Earl Ronnie. Okay. The introduction. I mean, the song could probably just brought it out of them. Like they played it once for practice and then he went into the bathroom and immediately shaved his facial hair into this handlebar mustache. It's it's, to compliment his already glorious Ronnie Chewbacca hair. It's it's honestly like beautiful. But it it really is. Uh hold on. Let's, uh, let's see it. I got to see it. I I'm immediately ensorcelled. Yes. You're what now? <laughs> okay, man. That is a nice guitar, Dave. Now, this is this is one of the best videos of of the Killers. Whose hands are those playing the piano? That's those are Brand Handens. 
Are those Brandon's hands? Maybe. Look look at my name is Earl Ronnie. Look at Ronnie. That is that is the best version of Ronnie. You can't convince me otherwise. This is Riverboat Gambler Brandon though. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I don't want to like, I don't want to, I want to keep listening to it. That was the other thing. When we were listening to this before, you mentioned this and it had never occurred to me because I like this song so much. This song is freaking long, dude. It is a very long song. It's an epic, like an epic ballad. <laughs> so it's perfect. It's, a, it's another thing that makes it great for Brandon. Because an epic ballad. Yeah. Are there any other songs that you think would be perfect for Brandon's voice that you think the killers should cover? Oh, jeez. Part of me wants to ask you this seriously, but I've I know that now that I've asked you, you're gonna give me like the dumbest fucking answer. I I had one that's maybe dumb, but also now that I'm thinking about it, might be cool. Okay, go. One by Metallica. <sighs> Would that not, what would that be like? I think it would be cool. I think it'd be awesome. I want. You know, the more I think about it, the more I ha- I don't hate right. it. Right, right. The at first you're like no, but then you think about Brandon and the boys doing it, and you're like that actually might be kind of sick. I don't I mean. I don't know. I don't know that would... Mark shreds like that though. I don't know how they would do like the you know the. The the darkness imprisoning me, all that I see, shit. Part of the song that is that that would be the that would be the hardest part of the song like to that, imagine as the killers. Like I absolutely could see the killers performing like the first three and a half minutes of that song. God, is that a fucking long song? Right. Uh, he says, not even looking at the length of the song, but you know what I mean. Like the first the singy part. That yeah. part would sound awesome with the killers doing. Yeah, it, it really would. Now I, the I, part where it gets hard and they start shredding. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I fully believe that that Dave or Ted could shred the hell out of that with no with no issue. Because they are both very talented, and I feel like it would be a really good use of their talents to actually perform something like that. But I don't know if Brandon could. Do you know, sing that. I think- I, yeah, that last part would be tough. The, sh- the shout screaming. I mean, Brandon doesn't really do that. I think they should give Ronnie a microphone and just let him sing it. That would be so sick. <laughs> like, just just for that one part. No, honestly, it would be surprise hero Jake Blanton Hell coming yeah. in and singing the screamy he, lyrics. He does actually look like someone who would be in a metal band. Like, so... Yeah, or a hardcore band. Hard agree. By the so. way, by the way, to answer my earlier question to you. <laughs> hey, my answer was good. All right. It was compelling. About the worst uh, live performance I've ever seen. When I saw Sabaton, one of the openers was like a death metal band. And okay. they had a clearly replacement lead singer. And he went on stage and the lyrics were completely unintelligible. He was just like, like that the whole time. But for some reason, in spite of that fact, he was reading the lyrics off of a cell phone the whole time. 
That is incredible. It was, it was, it was, it was a life changingly bad show. It was so funny. Uh, that's, but Sabaton was awesome for the record. But, but that opener was to describe them as hot garbage would be an insult to both warm things and garbage. Warm garbage, hot things and garbage. Oof, it's a bad combo, Spence. I look. <laughs> what did this have to do with your early? Oh, that's your earlier, earlier question. I, I was thinking you were going to answer your question about what killer song do you want to hear as a cover? Every killer song I've ever wanted them to cover, they've covered, except for "Funky Town" by Lip Sync. But you know, we can't all yeah, get what it we back. want. I think that really would be something. I think they could do it. I think it would sound really fucking good. (laughs) Like, Uh, I keep thinking of really inappropriate songs that are just like, okay, like clearly the killers are never going to do that. Like, you know, what is a juggalo by insane clown posse? I I think they, how, how I think it'd be really funny if, if Brandon, like Brandon and the boys performed like homies or something. (laughs) Nookie. or break stuff by Limp Bizkit. Yeah. There's no way you can't. No, I can't you've been contact. <laughs> no, I can't even. Yeah, no, I can't. Even, that doesn't even like that doesn't that doesn't work. But no, yeah. the the song. There was one point in my life where I'd heard a killer song, and I was like, or I heard a song where the voice was perfect for Brandon. And then I looked it up, and lo and behold, they'd actually covered it. Uh, that song is Betty Davis eyes for the record. One of the most perfect for Brandon's voice songs ever written or performed. Second Reddit thread, Michael. Second Reddit thread. So man, I can't believe we're here guys. Favorite sawdust song. It's a poll by Epic Kieran FTW, which I assume is for, for the win. Fuck the what? Yeah, I used to think it was fuck the what back in the day. Yeah, you you and me both, bro. And uh, so Reddit, the killers voted for Sweet Talk as number one off of Sawdust. We did Sweet Talk, didn't we? No, we haven't. That's one of my special boy songs. Oh, so. is that one of our special songs? It really will be. So oh, shit. buckle up. I forgot We're that putting was. putting six ads in that song, in, in that app. <laughs> We'll put it and between going to be for Carl's Jr. You mean Hardy's? Yep. It'll be there'll be dueling ads where I will represent Carl's Jr. And Spencer will represent Hardy's. And it'll be like a left Twix, right Twix scenario where we're just like, but it's going to be fucked up. So we're going to like continue to escal- escalate things about how we're going to do these like really insane things to each other to prove our allegiance to these burger chains. It's gonna be to, sick to Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Yeah, Hardee's which are which are the Carl's which Jr. are the same company. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna make them compete with each other, <laughs> like a left Twix, right Twix scenario. No, I, I clearly, know. No, clearly, you, there's you, not two different Twix. No, you you explained it, but it's still the dumbest shit I've heard all day. <laughs> so so yeah, everyone said Sweet Talk's the best song on Sawdust. Do you agree with that? 
that's tough. It's kind of put me on the spot because I love sawdust. Um, yeah, probably. No, Under the Gun is my favorite song on Sawdust. Yeah, Under the Gun, for sure. Sad, sad thing. We've done that song. I couldn't even tell you what it sounds like. She's got her halo when we... Oh, yeah. You know that one. That one. Banger. Certified banger, guys. That was almost uh, the second best description of a killer song you've ever done. <laughs> the best one for, for the record is when you went... When I'm like, I don't remember what that song starts like. And you went, da, 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 da. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> now was, you do know. She's fucking. Uh, you heard it again. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Uh, wow. So, Most controversial comment is Larky 18. Wow. Pod MVP. How the mighty have fallen. And uh, well, actually, it still has 15 upvotes, but they said. Easiest choice of my life. No brainer to end all no brainers. Sweet talk. It really has no comparison on that album. So that's uh, I can see why that would be controversial, but it also I think is the best comment. Yeah. Wow. Top, top and most controversial. Yeah. Well. Again, two for two on these Reddit threads. No, no. Best. If you search by for best BB Boopy six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Best name. Show you how. That's it. Oof. That name is really something that I feel like Spencer would name himself that, on the spot. That's that, that's Boopy. even though that's not me. That's me. <laughs> that is my Reddit handle from now on. <laughs> Beepy Boopy six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Contact now, the I'm pod. Only... Contact the pod uh, on Twitter or at soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. And uh, uh, give me your all of your information so I can become you. Because that's my new favorite name. Then send your credit card information to Spencer as well. He's, yeah. he, he's got to get in character. Exactly. Okay. So last one. Um, uh, so this last thread is linking to the Vimeo of the Abbey Road version of the song. Quote, hadn't seen the Dire Straits cover on YouTube for a while. Love me some Sam's Town slash Sawdust Era Killers. That's exactly what happened to me. I was trying to find this version of the, the video because I love it so much. And they just didn't have it on YouTube. Apparently, they just pulled all of the videos of the Abbey Road sessions off of the website. Oh, my God. What? They're illegal now. They're illegal now. If you have copies of those videos, you're a criminal. Keep circulating the tapes, everybody. <laughs> like the Zap Reader film. I was thinking more like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, but sure, the Zapruder film. The Zap. The <laughs> You're, have you ever have you ever been to Dallas and been to the JFK Got Shot Here Museum? I have been to Dallas. But I have not been to the JFK Museum. Sorry, somebody, somebody opened the door to my office and was pantomiming something to me while you were talking to me. So was it anything important? No, it was. Do you want anything to drink? And I could not for the life of me understand it because I was also legitimately trying to focus on the question you're asking me. Oh, why don't you just uh, just well, do you want anything to drink, Michael? Do you want me to get you a little bevy? Maybe a water? Yeah, Spencer, will you mail me a drink? 
I will I will email you a drink. Oh wow. What a guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let's see here. Uh drink. Oh, here we go. There we go. I just sent you a bevy with an umbrella in it emoji. Wow, we're basically like boomer moms right now. <laughs> you might as well be like my 60-year-old friend, Spencer, who lives in Florida and <laughs> sends me tropical drinks and says things like, stay live, hydrated. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> right? Life's a beach. Uh, uh, yeah, if that's your trajectory, Spencer. I hope so. It sounds pretty tight. Like you just live at Sandals Resorts. Ooh, that sounds sick. Can, can... All right, guys, you need to start donating way more to the pod so I can. So well, that'll be for the live that dream. Soul of a Truck World Tour 2025, um, exclusively at Sandals Resorts. Ooh, that's a good idea. Right. Uh, anyway, so I want a I want a mojito named after me. I, <laughs> but but the mojito already has a name. What are they gonna fucking call it? the Michaelito? <laughs> the Mikeito? What what's in? It, it's four ingredients, Michael. Uh, I don't know. It's got to involve something stupid so that it's like, you know how they do that with drinks where they like say, oh, this is a, you know, Bloody Mary, but it has like Pepsi in it. And you're like, that's not Bloody Mary. Like, what? I'm going to make you I'm going to make you a mojito, but I'm going to put uh, Angostura bitters in it. That's the only difference. That sounds gross. Yeah, but you're going to fucking <laughs> drink it because that's your drink. <laughs> It's okay. It's just a mojito with whipped cream on it. No offense. I would rather drink the one with bitters. I feel like the bitters would kind of add something. <laughs> it's like that fucking Travis Scott burger at McDonald's, which you're like, oh, what is that? And it's it's just like a normal burger. Yeah, it's just it's just a fucking burger, dude. With with lettuce on it. Yeah. Wow. Woo! Fancy. The Shack Burger. The Shack Hot Dog. It's a hot dog with in, mustard in a shack. <laughs> served in a small collectible shack. <laughs> remember, remember the Pokemon fucking. Okay, you know what? I, I, I need to stop getting so distracted. I'm. It's my fault. No, no, it's mine. I saying collectible shack. It made me think of the Pokemon collection from fucking McDonald's. Burger King. Yeah, I had all of those. You had all of them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where they are, but I had them. That's impressive. And so and I'm I'm starting to realize that we're getting a little too like podcasty and we're we getting to, too esoteric. We need to we need to we need to get back on rain top. it in. Rain it in. Yeah, it's the words. All right. We finished all the Reddit. I know what you people are here for. I hear the chants in the background. Lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. Oh my god. Sit to there and say. We gotta read these goddamn lyrics. Nothing, nothing from Spence at all. I was waiting <laughs> for you to keep going. Stone I want to see Cold. You, Stone Cold's just staring at me like no cell. I just, like, I just imagine Spencer completely emotionless as I'm losing my shit. 
no no enchanting these lyrics is there like a isn't there like an image of brandon just like make it looking all wacky and and dave just like standing there just like you know because dave mm-hmm. is yeah dave is always chill or mark, mark is always chill yeah, mark is <laughs> is big chill all the time mm-hmm. he's the one i buy them with them negative waves i got it right this time i got it right you nailed it i nailed it that is actually mark mark is Donald Sutherland from Kelly's Heroes. That's right. That's Dave it. is long hair forever, perfect hair forever. The, the the show? And the concept. Oh. Romeo and Juliet lyrics. Here we go. I'm going to read the annotations this time. You read the lyrics. Okay, so I linked both the Dire Straits and the Killers versions of the lyrics. Okay, we're doing the Killers version, right? Yeah, but I, I'm going to bring up the Dire Straits one. Okay. Because if you look, they have different annotations, and I feel like we should compare the intelligence level of the people who are making the annotations. Okay. You know, I don't know oh how... Oh my god, I, I already love the intro to this song, so... <laughs> The intro to this kill the, the killers version in the killers lyrics is this was a cover. The original is by the and dire straits by the and dire straits. That's just like this was a cover yeah. complete to the point. This is the facts. There's a there was a video I watched this morning, which I probably will not be able to find in a timely manner because I'm me. But it was just a video of Brandon explaining. Here it is. Actually, I just found it. So I'm going to I'm going to we're going to play this in the watch together before we get into the lyrics really quick. So check it out. Let us go to Abbey Road. And and we did this this live from Abbey Road show. Some of you may have seen it. Some of you may have heard it. Whoa, look at that jacket. Look and, at Brandon's and, jacket. And just Is that dragons? Hell yeah. Straits around that time. And I don't know how I when was this? 25 years of my life without hearing Romeo and Julia, but I did. Wow, Brandon was so young. I just right? I fell in love with it, and, and, and we, we ended up covering it, and we, we decided to play it for you tonight, and so we're going to... It was... We were going to play it later, but we're going to play it now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... Because <laughs> I know it's Ted there, because you can see him in the video, but... I just feel like Ted just looked at him like, no, we're playing it fucking now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the, the, the contention between, between Dave versus Ted, like era wise. I feel like Ted can like stand up to Brandon and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is such a bizarre. So and he, like, there's no basis. for. So this. he doesn't need to like passive aggressively troll it, troll him by going, you know, blood type. You know, he just he just is like, no, we're playing it fucking now, Brandon. And Brandon's like, okay, I don't play any instruments. I play keyboards, whatever. Just, just tell me what to do. Uh, Brandon even like says like, all right, this is Runaways, and then Ted just starts playing like a different song he wants to play. Exactly. Brandon's like, oh, actually, it's yeah, that's Uncle I, Johnny. Yeah, was he just? Dead, 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 dead. <laughs> dead eyes stare at Brandon. <laughs> He's playing this intimidating riff from Uncle Johnny. 
You think you think you think Brandon knows all of his songs like like he can sing them all or do you think he has a prompter on the stage? Cuz you know mm. a lot of artists do that. Like they have all the they have like a screen with all the lyrics. Really? Yeah, like can't remember the lyrics to your own songs after all these years. I mean, it makes sense if you're like, I don't know. Like the, the oh, dude, there's this great video of uh, fucking Mark Hoppus, because we have to talk about Blink-182 every episode, playing. He's like streaming The Last of Us 2, and there's that part in the game where you get a guitar and you can just you can actually play the guitar in the game and you can play songs. And he starts doing all the chords for Damn It. And then he forgets the lyrics to damn it. <laughs> oh my God. We're not going to watch that on the pod. Search it yourself. But I mean, I have seen this happen many times for artists uh, where Billy Joel they... famously has that for. We didn't start the fire. Really? Yeah. He has a screen because those lyrics are fucking hard. Yeah. And they're all over the place. Yeah. And he's like, it references a lot. He's like 12,000 years old. <laughs> And so he I mean, needs it's it's not a joke that the Red Hot Chili Peppers lead singer, when he forgets the lyrics, will just do the same thing that he did in a lot of like their recorded songs and just be like a ring a ding dang. That's for real. That, that does happen. OK, that I do want to see. Anthony Kiedis forgets lyrics. lyrics. Let's let's see here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay? I'm not, it's just, that's why I even know this. Oh my god, there's a fail compilation. Alright. Hold on. Like, get in the uh, watch together. This is this is a direction I didn't think we'd go. Okay. Romeo and Juliet. I, I didn't either. I feel like we, we, we got distracted, but it doesn't matter. Let's, let's, let's see. Buckle here. up. Alright. This is very quiet. What? Flea, what are you what? doing? Flea, stop! Flea? <laughs> what is happening right now? This feels like a Shreds video. <laughs> It is. This is, like, this is literally a fucking. Hold on, let's let's skip let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Okay, that's this just thing. This is just them having difficulties during a performance, huh? <laughs> wow. What the fuck, Flea? <laughs> Okay, he just hucks his bass. And he unplugs his bass and just takes it off and hugs it, hucks it in the fucking crowd. Okay, this is probably gonna be something good. Sad part is, I know every word to this fucking song. Me too. I love this song. Uh, wow, this is like a shreds video. <laughs> the guitar fucking came up. I. 
We're not getting any of the forgetting the lyrics, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to. OK, hold on. We're going to do. Let's find a better one of these. I, I, I do need to see this. Anthony Kiedis forgets the lyrics and asks Josh for help. Which one's Josh? Is that the drummer? No, that was their guitar player for a couple years while John after John left the band for the second time. Because because for real, I I know Anthony Kiedis, I know Flea and I know Chad Smith. But who the fuck plays guitar for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, anymore? dude, the the main the main. Wow, that's weird. I know all John the members Bujanti. of RHCP. Um, Tony, all right, bud. This uh, is just how Anthony Kiedis dances. Anthony Kiedis is like doing like like the robot, but like imagine if the robot was done, but also on meth. And then their drummer is, of course, you know, Will Ferrell, a.k.a. Chad Smith. Um. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? This is, this is. So they're, they're, they all got really close together. He walks up to the guy and just, he hands him the mic. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the replacement fucking guitarist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like Yeah. Like that must be the saddest fucking job in the entire universe. Bar none. Because what? How would that be the saddest job? Okay, think about it like this. Okay, you've got Chad Smith who's been with the band for fucking ever and you've got Flea yep. And Anthony Kiedis, who have been, you know, they're like founding members. They, they've, yeah, they're founding members. All right. And so these three guys work really well together. And then, like, you're like some fucking guy who's playing guitar in this. Like, okay. It's like, okay. It's like if Rush started to play, sh like, shows again, because, you know, Neil Peart died. And, like, and so they've got, like, a new drummer. Can you imagine? But it was just it was just some guy, and it was just like some dude. Can you imagine yeah. what is it would be like to be that guy? That's how oh, it yeah, would feel be, to be okay. You the just replacement. feel bad for him. You just I just feel bad for these guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the guy he's replacing John Frusciante is an incredible guitarist. So it's he that's 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 that is, that's, that's big shoes to fill. That's not and true. He works perfectly with these guys. Uh, the second part is true, but what I think the guitar in red hot chili peppers is super boring but you know whatever and he you he has solo work too he's just a great guitar player oh uh, well he's not that good in red hot chili peppers spencer I, you're so you're so naive hi welcome to spencer and michael fight yeah well i'm gonna beat spencer up after this episode so true okay we should do the lyrics the final we one. super got distracted there that was the one of the longer ones. Yeah, honestly. that was that was like a ten minutes. Okay, okay, okay. So, co chorus one. What? Chorus one. No, that's yeah, the first is, one. Yeah, is okay. Whoever wrote this? Are you all right? Well, which one do you want to read this week? We're doing the. I'm reading the annotations. You're reading the lyrics. Okay, so the first, uh, the first verse. I'm going to read it from the Dire Straits page, but. You okay. Just read read the killer's annotations. Verse one: A love struck Romeo sings the streets a serenade. 
laying everybody low with a love song that he made, finds a streetlight, steps out of the shade, says something like, you and me, babe? How about it? Juliet says, hey, it's Romeo. You nearly gave me a heart attack. He's underneath the window, Michael. There's an annotation. Uh, it just says the famous Romeo and Juliet scene. And I, Romeo is looking up at Juliet yeah, through her yeah. window. Uh, you nearly gave me. Oh, wait. Yeah, I already did that. She's singing. Hey, law, my boyfriend's back. Another annotation. An allusion to the angels. My boyfriend's back, specifically the chorus. And there's a video, but it is unavailable, so we can't play the song. You shouldn't come hey. around here singing up people like that. No, we're just going to ignore it, Michael. Don't don't worry about okay. demonstrating. Okay. Anyway, what you going to do about it? Chorus t- two. <laughs> Dear whoever made the lyrics on this website, on the Genius page, verses are the part of the song that are... I can't... Not repeated? Yeah. The chorus is usually repeated? Yeah. Sometimes verses are repeated, but... Anyway, chorus two. Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start. Uh, Annotation. Their relationship was doomed to failure from the beginning. Also, when when dice are loaded, it means that they were rigged to end a certain way. When you roll them, they will always for certain land on a certain number. It's from contributor Spaced88. Okay, so if you go to the Rome, the Dire Straits version, there's a great picture. It's from the, the road to El Dorado. <laughs> and uh, the guy says, you gave me loaded dice. And the annotation reads, it's from contributor uh, EMH. Anyway. The phrase, the dice was loaded from the start, means the odds are against you because the families of Romeo and Juliet were enemies. Their love for each other was against all odds and forces were working against them. Thanks, EMH. And I bet and you exploded in my heart. There's a lot of lyrics that I thought were different lyrics. Like, I didn't know that the first lyric was a love struck Romeo. I always thought it was just love struck Romeo. Like he was he was like standing in the middle of the road and there was a car with the word love written on it and it, you know, crushed him to death. I I've read Shakespeare before. Okay. So, and I forget, I forget the movie song. When you going to realize it was just that the time was wrong. Juliet annotation from Jake Murs. Maybe referring to their age or that one of them, most likely Juliet, was not ready for a commitment. And then Jessica responds. <laughs> I want to read this meme. There's a meme? No, mean. Because <laughs> it's. Oh, it's read, yeah. Read it with a mean voice. Yeah. No, it's absolutely it's, mean. This is from user Jessica responding to Jake Murs. It's literally referring to the timing of their meeting and relationship was wrong because of the issues between their families and she was supposed to be engaged. Idiot. For the record, the word idiot was added (laughs) by Michael. However, it's completely appropriate. And then Harriet jumps in in this thread and says, Romeo was the one that was bad at commitment, so it might mean him. Wow. 
No. Wrong. You're all wrong. Jake Merz is fine. His his annotation is fine. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. First two. Come up on different streets. They both were streets of shame. Both dirty. Both mean. Yes. And the dream was just the same. And I dream your dream for you. And now your dream is real. How can you look at me as if I were just another one of your deals? Just was just another one of your deals. Annotation. Brandon Flowers is referring to Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. In the story, the two families of Romeo and Juliet are in a generations-long feud where our subjects' association with each other would bring shame upon the families. Brandon juxtaposes the family feud as to her actions towards him. Oh, man. Where she's gotten rid of him and fallen into the comfort of a separation. This this might be my favorite genius page of all time. Wow. Talama13 responds to Pony Dude and says, read this in a mean voice. Seeing as this is a cover of the Dire Straits original song, it is incorrect to credit Flowers as the one making reference to slash juxtaposing elements from the story of Romeo and Juliet. Idiot. I love this bit. This is so good. (laughs) Anyway, so that was verse two. But for some reason, in spite of there not being another chorus between this And the next part, which is verse three, uh, we now have verse three. Well, you can fall for chains of silver and you can fall for chains of gold. You can fall for pretty strangers and the promises they hold. You promised me everything. You promised me thick and thin. Now you just say, oh, Romeo. Yeah, you know, I used to have a scene with him, Michael. Annotation uh, from contributor Shilkeltel. She promised him forever, but now she regards him as just another guy. I actually really like the other comment here. So ABBA 505 says. And I think the use of the word scene is a bit of a joke, considering each act is comprised of several scenes. Huh? I yeah. Know. He's, he's, they're not wrong. Yeah, I like it. Way to go, ABBA. ABBA, ABBA 505. That's your name. ABBA. 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 All right. Uh, okay, so chorus three. Even though we've only had the chorus twice, just just <laughs> like I said, someone does not Power know some songs. Juliet, when we made love, you used to cry. Least favorite lyric in this song. <laughs> I said, "I love you like the stars above. I love you till I die." And there's a place for us. You know that movie song, Michael. Likely, likely referencing the song Somewhere There's a Place for Us from West Side Story. West Side Story is an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet, making this a fitting illusion. Ooh, they get meta in this one. We should uh, play that. Uh, what version should we do? Let's do the Barbara Streisand version. Oh, from West Side Story. Okay. Where's the watch together? Can't stop addicted to the shindig. I'm a name a day, but I'm a lame dig. And I frame a same cup of gum bongay. This is some trick. What is this space? Did I pick the, the right song? Frontier. Is this what this song sounds like? I think I fucked up. These are the voyages of the USS Enterprise. It's continuing mission to seek out new life. New Never mind. There's a. You know what? How about instead of doing this, we should. I was trying to be funny and do this, but here's a clip from the fucking movie. They, they, they 
Why are they hugging? Smooch, damn it. No, this is the 40s. You didn't you didn't smooch. She slept in separate beds. Did you know that this is Michael Bay's favorite film? Really? Yeah. Then there's this there's this fucking okay. I learned about this through every frame of painting, which you should all watch. But there's this great article where um I'm talking through all the dialogue before they get to the song. They hugged again. They hugged. They're hugging and talking. There's now they're singing. Yeah, we should turn the volume up. This is how Spencer sounds when he sings for real. I sing really quiet, <laughs> but really well. You know the movie song. I don't. You know the movie song. Okay, that's. Since are you crying? Uh, yes. Damn, I knew it. But uh, but yeah, there's this really good article where Michael Bay watches West Side Story and talks about how all the shots in that movie are really quote unquote dynamic, and the video every frame the video that every frame of painting did about Michael Bay. It's called Bayhem, specifically. Oh my God literally juxtaposes shots from West side story against shots in Michael Bay movies. And they're like identical Michael Bay fucking steals from West side story. It's so cool. I love it. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, when you're going to realize it was just for that. The time was wrong. Juliet verse four. Verse four. I can't do the talk like the talk on the TV and I can't do the love song the way it's meant to be. I can't do everything, but I do anything for you. Can't do anything except be in love with you. Racing shadows. Racing shadows says her lover knows that he isn't the perfect mate. He's Mm. not the smooth talker that girls dream about. Mm. Still, he loves her so much that he's willing to do anything to be with her. Mm. Verse five. Verse four. They, they, where are we? This song goes on forever. They just, he just breaks up all. (laughs) Whoever wrote this out just breaks up every verse. Like every paragraph is a separate verse, according to Genius. Okay, verse five. And all I do is miss you and the way we used to be. And all I do is keep the beat, the bad company. Raising shadows again. Now that their relationship is over, the man can't stop thinking about his lost love. He feels like he's just going through the motions every day and spending time with people he doesn't really care about. And all I do is kiss you through the bars of a rhyme. Juliet, I do the stars with you anytime. Want to have a threesome with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, I guess? Uh, Another annotation from Racing Shadows. Oh, right. Sorry. Through music, the man reminisces about his former love. The emotion in the song has him feeling almost as if she's still with him, and he desperately wants her to be, so they can sit and look at the stars together, like old times. Chorus three. Juliet, when we made love, you used to cry. I said, I love you like the stars above. I love you till I die. And there's a place for us. You know that movie song. That Uh, annotation is the same one. I know. When are you going to realize that just the time was wrong, Juliet? 
and then it goes back to the first <laughs> first one. Jesus Christ! It repeats the first verse of the song, but in uh, this idiot genius page, uh, chorus one. It says chorus one. Juliet says, "Hey, it's Romeo. You nearly gave me a heart attack." Pretty sure. Whatever. He's underneath the window saying, Hey, love, my boyfriend's back. It's the same annotations. You shouldn't come around here singing up people like that. Anyway, what you going to do about it? And that's the end of the song. Hey, at least somebody JQVXXN commented at the bottom of this page and said both of the chorus one are actually the intro and the outro, respectively. Thanks. Someone who has (laughs) intelligence. Upvote. A lot of people shit on this. Okay, sorry, whoever wrote this genius page, but I'm not. You're an idiot. Fucking (laughs) stupid. I'm going to mock you forever. I don't know that you're a genius, but you might call Mensa and have them verify that. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What what do you think of those lyrics, Vince? They're very Brandon. I know they didn't. I know he he didn't write them, but. But I feel like if Brandon wrote this song, he would write the same song. I mean, yeah. Tell this me. This is kind of, this like, is very similar to how Brandon writes. That's true. Yeah. They're, they're very like, the fact is a lot of people were talking about how, oh, I didn't know this was a cover, blah, blah, blah. And the reason for that more than anything else is this song feels lyrically like a killer song. Except the lyrics are just a little too cool for Brandon. You know what I mean? No. Brandon would never say we may love. Yeah. He would never say you and me, babe, how about it? That's not. Really? I feel like that's a very Brandon way of putting it. No. Okay. No. Oh, Romeo. Yeah. You you, you know, I used to have a scene with him. Brandon, 100%. Okay, well, how would Brandon put put those two lyrics? <laughs> Juliet. I put you on the spot there. I'm sorry. When we played craps, you used to cry. Uh, and uh, instead of you and me, how about it? Um, I shake a little. <laughs> Uh, that's a good callback. Okay. Yeah, good lyrics. Good lyrics. Liking that a lot. All right. All right. So, Befadger made a uh, made a video of the killers performing a Dustland fairy tale, which we have not done, and Romeo and Juliet. At okay. Viva Franca di Verona uh, in August of 2012. So I got to skip to four minutes in 10 seconds to get to the right part of this. So we'll skip to four. Where was that? Four ten Exactly. That is some fucking skill right there. All right, here we go. Oh, Brandon, I hate this hair, Brandon. 
Oh, yeah, Hitler Youth Brandon. Yeah, Hitler Youth Brandon. Oh, God. Yeah, he's got, like, a high-end tight. It's super gross. He's wearing, like, a... He's wearing, like, a... Like, a waistcoat. Yeah, Peaky Blinders, Brandon. He's, and then yeah. Dave looking like Dave. Yeah, he's, yeah, just leather jacket and t-shirt and pants. Oh, yeah, I got to this up. You got to hear... Oh, shit. I skipped ahead. Fuck. Can we just pretend... You got to hear this lady screaming in the background. Okay. Oh, never mind. It was the other video. Is that, that what they yell at the end of Never Ending Story? I really like that little flourish she did there. Yeah, that was okay. Those, you know, that girl screaming. Everybody's had that person at a, a concert. So I'm pretty sure it's this video that has the girl screaming. I think that was just the crowd being the crowd. So this is live at the Isle of Wight in 2018. This is the one. I think it's the same. I think it's the same person. This is uh, a much better look for Brandon, but this He's, is also Ted Sibley, Jake Blanton. Okay, well, well, what does Brandon look like, Mike? He's wearing a pink blazer and a black dress shirt and black slacks. And he has the classic Brandon Pompadour. Yeah, Brandon Pompadour. It is the same fucking girl. I know, right? It's Larky 18. What you gonna do about it? I mean, yeah. Juliet. What is what is this? It's all it's so lo-fi. I'm gonna skip ahead because I need to see if this gets bigger. He said movie song kind of the way that Dave said blood type. Blood type. <laughs> and then okay. Okay. It gets a little bigger. Yeah. J just like me. <laughs> Hi, mom. Yeah. You got to get one in. Just got to sneak one in there. Uh, <sighs> there's a nightcore version of this yeah but hold on you're getting ahead of me man oh don't... i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm, i just i saw that and i'm a little excited because i well i gotta temper my expectation you gotta you gotta you gotta you know undo the calamity of your memories bro you don't have memories but you know what i mean calm your tits <laughs> i shan't you will not hakuna your i shall commence Reinvigorating mine own tits. This might be the stupidest episode we've ever done. Yeah, it really, I mean, 
questions with the captain spaceship adventure romeo and juliet i think you know this isn't the stupidest but this is the most like i think this is the most podcast episode we've ever done the most podcast episode that's a meta thing to say yeah yeah so there are covers this week and so we are going to do an ad so we're gonna play an ad me and michael are gonna we're gonna pause for four seconds i'm gonna put the ad between the four second pause so there'll be a little two second buffer the ad is like 40 seconds long it'll play we'll come back and we'll do the covers and we'll do it right here All right, Nightcore. Uh, I want to make one thing clear. I have not listened to any of these covers. Not a one. And I picked kind of an embarrassing amount, but I wanted you to know, Michael, even though there's a lot of shit here, uh, I did... I'm typing a message. I'm sorry. You were there. You witnessed me doing this. I what did am I witness you doing? <laughs> I agree with the thing that was just sent to me. Uh, but all I'm saying is I could have picked more. I could have made this way worse for both of us. Well, thank God you didn't. <laughs> Don't worry. Who knows? This If it gets really. I'll mail you one of those glitter bombs if you do. If if it's really bad, we'll we'll just cut to the end. All right, just uh, let's here. Give me a type type out a type out a uh, what's the word a safe word in in the chat, and when you say that, we'll we'll cut to the last one. You have, okay. You have twenty five. You have you have you have zero seconds. I'm hitting the nightcore button. All right, okay, nightcore. I have playing. to. I have. To, we haven't established the safe word. I just have to say a safe word. This oh is not god. the song. Oh my god. <laughs> you know it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. I, I swear to god it said killer's cover. God, <laughs> you're not gonna listen. That to is from that was from Nightcore Paradise. No, oh my God, I felt like I was having an aneurysm <laughs> listening to that song. Because <laughs> when it first started, I was like, "Whoa, they cut this song into sounding like a club hit." Okay, and then I was like, "Oh, this is a completely different song." Yeah, it's not the song. Yeah, it sounds like a song that's already kind of fast that they just sped up with chipmunk chipmunk voice. What do you think of that cover, Michael? That cover, uh, Romeo and Juliet. By... It reminds me of <laughs> Dire Straits and the Killers. Yeah, that reminds me of the Killers. I don't. So I don't it. like that they changed all the lyrics and how the song sounded. Uh, that was. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, bold artistic endeavor, though. Yeah, yeah, no, very, very bold, but not my favorite. Uh, okay, so this is uh, Lisa Mitchell. Uh, and she is performing. This is like a professional musician in Australia or something, probably. And this is from Triple J's Like a Virgin, like a version, not like Ooh. a virgin. And she is covering Dire Straits. So who even knows? 
This is a high dollar Gerwig. You should wear bows like that, Spencer. Yeah. It's just, she's just sitting in a chair with like a bow. She's got bangs. Oh, wow. She can actually open her eyes. I've had enough of that. So that sounds okay. So whenever Billie Eilish eventually starts to do music like that, that's exactly what she's going to sound like. <laughs> Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Well, let's, you know, when it happens, let's find out. And uh, if we'll, we'll have a special Spencer was right episode. The, there'll be a lot of those. Cause I'm always, wrong. Da, 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 da. no, you were wrong about something earlier in this episode. <laughs> I'm always right. Michael. <laughs> okay. Spencer. Yes. Yes. We'll get your Capri sun. Yay. <laughs> You're right. You do need an Island cooler. Did you, did you send me that safe word? Uh, no, I have not sent you a safe word yet, but I, oh, I need to send you the safe word. Yeah. You need I to, thought I was just going to type a random word. No, no, you got to tell me the safe word. And then when, and then everyone will know that you said the safe word because you'll say some weird fucking thing in the, like, make it really off topic. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to play this next cover from Elena is and this is the ch and that's the channel name and says Elena sings Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet. By the way, I didn't differentiate. Yes, Beautiful. You didn't differentiate what? I, I didn't care to differentiate between the Dire Straits cover and the Killers cover because one, I think we should play them both. And two, I feel like they're similar enough songs that it doesn't matter that much. And it creates more content. So, yeah, boom. And okay. Boom. Anyway, so this is like a full band cover. This is not a Gerwig. Love you, Tara. Are you Mark? Yeah, it's me, Mark. I actually live multiple lives. Uh, so it's a so it's so it's like a girl kinda, in a sundress, and then just three dudes. Three one, white guys. Yeah, one of which is uh, Ben All Folds. All dads, probably. Yeah, the guy in the bass looks like Ben Folds. The guy on drums looks like everybody's basketball coach. Just a tall, skinny dude. Yeah. Is that the Beatles back there? I can't tell. There's four dudes, but you can't see their faces. There's also a Lord poster and uh, Victor Hugo, some like advertisement or something. It'd be way cooler if it was a Lordy poster. Lordy. Yeah, like the metal band that won Eurovision in 2006. I I don't know them. Oh boy. Well, I've got something to show you later. 
Well, that was quite a cover by Elena Izquierdo. Has she been on here before? I th- or if somebody with that same last name, I feel like. Maybe. Maybe we. Maybe she did have another uh, Killers cover. I'm not sure. Who knows? That'd be cool. Anyway, so next up we've got, what did you think of that? That was good. Okay. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, dads and Elena. <laughs> dads and Elena. So this is uh, Paolo Rizzato, Rizzato and his cover of uh Romeo and Juliet by the Killers parentheses Dire Straits cover and this is a Gerwig Someday someone is going to send us an email and ask what Gerwig means because we've made it an express goal to never explain it in the pod That's what, true What are we going to do when someone actually directly asks, asks us that Make them pay for that information like the Scientologists this is actually really good. This is good. Now, are those CDs back there? PlayStation 3 games? Where? Right over his uh, right shoulder. His right, our Yeah, they're PlayStation 3 games, it looks like. Yeah, PlayStation 3 games. I see Uncharted for sure. How the fuck? Can, I can't see that. Bro, I worked at GameStop and Game Crazy for too long. Bro, I just know these games. Bro, I worked at fucking GameStop. I know about, but. Oh, yeah? Name every game. <laughs> and you lose. Next cover. <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, so this is a guy performing the song outside. His name is Dublin City Today is the channel. And the video is Harry Fennel, Romeo and Juliet, Dire Straits cover. Oh, Does, shit. Is this... What is this? Is Foggy London? Uh, no, it's Dublin. <laughs> Foggy Dublin! My question is, though... Well, I want to hear... I bet he has a really cool accent. Oh, look, they got a sign back there that says, no crooked penises. <laughs> no gonzo cocks. Not in Dublin. Ooh, he does have a good accent. Where? What is he singing through? Like, the... That sounds amazing in that area. It's just the acoustics. Wow. Because it sounds like he's coming through a PA. He might be. Look at this old couple on the right. There's like an old dude with like a cigar. What is that dude? Look at the guy on the left. What is he carrying on his back? There's a guy with like a sandwich board. Oh, he's or a like walking a ad. Or something. He's a walking ad. <laughs> that guy's got a sign on his That's insane. So does this count as a Gerwig? Because he's outside and there are other people no. around. No. But it is a guy with a guitar. But he's outside. Okay. Well, that's quite a cover. I really like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. Next up, we've got a piano boy. That was that was really good. I really like that one. Yeah. So next up, we've got Scott Atkins. And based on 
the preview, it looked like he was singing. So if he's not singing, I'm going to just, well, we're just going to kill it immediately. So this is Scott Atkins, Romeo and Juliet, the killer's cover. And he's on the piano. This is a very weird room. There's a beer, I assume. Either that or a Martinelli's apple juice, 20 ounce. A a 20 ounce Martinelli's (laughs) apple juice. (laughs) Hey, welcome to jokes no one's going to fucking get. (laughs) Oh, he has a... He has a voice that reminds me of Max Power. Alright, skip ahead. Okay. That is a nice cover. I really like this. Scott Atkins. What? Wait. Okay. Okay. okay, You saw what I just saw, right? Yeah. He just looked over his shoulder. He just like like like, terrified looked over his shoulder. Like, like there's. Oh shit. There's someone in your house. There's someone. like like, blood type. There's some. (laughs) Bust through the wall. He just. (laughs) Dave just Kool-Aid bands into the fucking (laughs) shot. Just goes. Blood type. Or it's just Brandon as window, riverboat gambler, gambler Brandon, R- river goat, river bloat Gandon, rinser. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna type that into Twitter just without any context. River bloat Glandon. There we go. People are just gonna think you like fell asleep texting or something. Have you seen my fucking tweets, bud? Yeah, that's true. They're mostly stream of consciousness. Basically. Okay. Uh, so that was that was really, really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. What's uh, what's his next cover? Okay, so now we've got Analia Silva and their cover of the song. Again, so this oh is a girl God. in a room. <laughs> the... F- I just heard DK's voice in my head when I saw this. Oh, this is adorable. They're all singing together. And the three girls that are sitting on the floor have white face paint. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a girl in a Superman shirt on a chair, and then three girls with white painted faces singing. This is really cute. This is uh, adorbs. Totes adorbs. <laughs> That's really good. I like that one a lot. I'm never going to say the joke on pod, but Spencer, 
I, when I saw this at first, the first thing that popped in my head is what DK always says when multiple women sing at the same time at DK Kasushi. <sighs> this is one of those, like, if you know, you know, jokes don't. <laughs> never. Never. Okay. Right. Next up, we've got the channel Yodel Dude. And first response is that does not look like, okay, you know what? We're not going to assume anything here. Let's hear. Let's go. Uh, Yodel Dude performing Romeo plus Juliet, the killer's cover. Yodel Dude, by the way, has eight subscribers. Whoa, this is pure Gerwig. Yeah. Pure Gerwig extreme. 3,000%. There's, there's like five pixels. Yeah. This person is performing in this a was yellow probably recorded room. On a, yeah. Recorded on a phone, but like, you know, 20 years ago. I really like how everyone make sure to perform like the talk singing that is in this part yeah now, let's skip ahead Whoa. oh blew the mic out okay so I'm hoping this next cover is that cover that Sean Bean cover of take me to the place where the white boys dance. Oh, wow. All right. Well, you heard it? Um, I have. Yeah. All right. So next up we've got, uh, the maximum power cover. Um, this is Ooh. actually, this is, this is actually the last cover. So, uh, so let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right. So this video is from the channel maximum power. AKA whatever he's naming himself these days. And the video says 865 Romeo and Juliet parentheses, dire straits cover by maximum power. One twenty one twenty twenty. So he probably ends this with saying uh, Trump 2020 or something. Oh no. Oh, he's wearing a rush shirt though. That's pretty Hell, sweet. Well, he is Canadian. I feel like, I feel like it's required ownership by every red, white and blue blooded Canadian red and white blooded Canadian. Yeah. There's no blue. Yeah. Just Those, red and these white. Canadian colors don't run. Anyway, red and white color, red and white blooded Canadian. Yeah. I, we definitely need to, it's a good thing that this is the last cover and there were no <laughs> other covers other than this, this one. Because that would have been really disappointing. Cause there were there, you know, there probably would have been covers that I really liked. I was excited for. Oh, it's too late. We've already committed to this. I really like Maximum Power, you know, it's as a musician. Yeah. As an artist, as an artist. He's really good. This is a good cover. That was really good. 
That was really that was nice. Good. That was super good. Maximum Thanks, power. Max. Thanks, Max. Or uh, Saul Skill, as your current YouTube name is. So, Michael, that was the last cover. It was. So, do you know what that means? Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Spelled T-H-O-T-S. You know, I like this song. I like the Romeo and Juliet, or the... The Romeo and Juliet? The Romeo and Juliet version of Romeo and Juliet. No, I like the Dire Straits version. I like the killer version. It's perfect for Brandon and the vibe of the dudes. I'm glad that uh, it was one of the early covers that was on Sawdust, because especially with that, um, was that Abbey Road? Uh, yeah, version. the Abbey it's Road so, sessions. So pure Samstown era killers. I love it. I agree. It was, you know, it was when the band was still like, you know, a full unit. <sighs> Little did we know. That they weren't going to be a full unit forever. But. But maybe they will be again for TK7. We never know. We hope so. We need that sick. That sick. Uh, Dave solo in Cody, the miracle. They're never going to put that song on the album. It's never going to be on the album. I'm telling you Cody, the miracle. I haven't said it on pod already is about commander Cody from star Wars, the star Wars prequels and the clone wars. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, as always, if you've made it to the end here, thank you so much for making for listening all the way through. Uh, if you like what you heard and you want to support the podcast, feel free to throw a couple bucks our way on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash soul of a truck killers podcast or on anchor, which either way it benefits us. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter. That's soul. That's at soul of a truck, or you can follow us on Instagram, which is soul of a truck pod. Uh, one other thing, totally email us, which is, uh, soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. I'm not usually good about catching the stuff, but we'll shout you out whenever I see the email. And, uh, you know what, as always, once again, thank you so much, Michael say goodbye. Bye. I love you.